So I want to give a big extra card again to my friends, to, to Esti and to Avi. Esti is for, for opening up the home for the year, for learning together. It's the best preparation for Shavuos. I mean, everybody's busy now worrying about, about you know, about cheese blends and other things. And, and, uh, and we're learning Torah together. That's the best way to prepare the house. Yantiv, and, and I know it's, a, it's, it's hard before Yantiv, so it's a special Yashakayah and taking care for the schlepping and everything else and for all the, the wires and everything. Amen. We're going to we're going to continue on, on the bottom of the last last words on page Kuftes. The last words on Kuftes. We're going to Bezashan due to the Schedule of of Kanaanah of Simchas in, in in the upcoming weeks. So the next and final the next and final shear is going to be on June 13th. Reza I don't know where yet, but on June 13th will be the final. That Tuesday, I think it's June 13th, with the final shear, and we'll finish Reza on the sefer. We might have to go. That, we might have to go an extra half hour. We'll see, but but we'll finish the sefer Reza So <clears throat> that's the plan. But, if it works out, it's up to Hashem. So, I'm sorry. Tadassim, I know it's, it's really, you know, it's, a, it's an avoid, it's a big avoid. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but we should be to to continue. So the Tzadok was talking about, <coughs> was explaining the second type of Yerushalayinish that comes that comes from the fear that we have of God forbid experiencing tragedy in this world we're talking about beyond 120 but in this world which which in, in many ways it's obvious that in many ways we feel that more deeply and it's something which it's something which has a, a, a very powerful impact upon us because we haven't seen the next world. But this world we live in. And we see God forbid Cyrus. And we don't want to have Cyrus. On the other hand, he says there's a difficulty in that also. Because since, since we're living in a world where until Mashiach comes, we see that there are, there are tzaddikim who, who suffer. And there are rishayim that are wicked who have a good life. So this has an effect upon us overt or covert, it has an effect upon us that it weakens our belief in schavahimish, in reward and punishment. Even though we know, we believe, that it could very well be that the, that the Rishayim, the wicked, have certain things, that the, the punishments are waiting for them in the next world, and in this world they can have everything good. And by the tzaddikim it's the opposite, but, but, but it weakens our belief in that. So on the last sentence on page Kuftes, therefore he says we have to daven, of course, very, very much to be able to be strengthened in this amuna. The last words, Kishem Shiyesh, now on page Kufyud. See that was so easy. Kishem Shiyesh, Ba'adam, page Kufyud. Come, we have a lot to do. Kishem Shiyesh, Ba'adam, Zmani Aliyah, Zmani Yerida. In life, whether you plan on it or you don't plan on it, there are times when we have Zmani Aliyah, there are times in life when we're feeling stronger. And more confident in our Yiddishkeit. We're doing better. It's going well. 
and there are zman either and there are times when it's much harder and everything is, is a struggle and it's not going so well and God forbid things even things that we shouldn't do or think about or talk about or hear Hashem we're over on things we have a year either so the same way that in life there are times of strength and times of weakness Hashem has given us certain pathways to focus on during the times of Aliyah and during the times of Yerida. What does that mean? A person has to be very careful to know how to live with the time, with, with the time that he or she is in. Like the Tzaddik, the Holy Rebbe Abunah Pashishka said that why does a Jew have two pockets? That in one pocket you put a little note, a little title that says, Bishvili Island, the world was created for my sake. Right? In one pocket. In the other pocket, you say you have a little temple that says on it, Anachi from dust and ashes. And the Rebbe Bunim says the whole chachma of being in this world of being a Jew is to know when to reach into which pocket. Right? If it's a time of Aliyah, it's a time of Yerida to know what needs focus to be focused on what needs chizik. So he says during the times of Aliyah and Yerasarenumus, Ahavas Hashem Achadaima. When when you're feeling very strong in Yiddishkeit and you're doing well, and you're not, you don't feel, you don't feel threatened by the things that are that are pulling you God's bit away. So then, the main type of year to have is the higher level of year, which means not fear of punishment, but a higher level of year, which is called Yerasarenumus, which is. Which is we're going to talk about much more the greatness of Hashem, and I want to, and I and I don't want to, to do anything that won't be pleasing to the Creator. It's a higher level of year. It's not being afraid of getting punished. It's, it's I don't want to do something that in any way could hurt our relationship. It's a higher level of year. So when your Yiddishkeit is strong and it's a time of Aliyah, then then one can one can experience and focus on during that time a higher level of year of fear of God, a level that is much more positive. And, and, and is using that time of your life to sort of move with the current of your aliyah. But then there are times, it's a time of Yerida, and a person has to acknowledge that this is a time that I'm going through, that things are not going so good. So how do I, you know, how do I uh, take care of myself during this time? You know, in the world there's something that's called damage control, right? So what do I do? It's a time with a Yerida, so I still have, I'm still a Jew, I still have to keep mitzvahs and not to do averis. So what do I do during this time? What do I focus on? What type of year? So during that time, Hem Yerasa'aynish. The main thing to focus on is Yerasa'aynish. I'm not on a level where I'm feeling so uh, so great, and I'm feeling so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but I still have to remember that, that, that the, I have to answer to the king of all kings. It's not so precious. I can't you know, I have to be careful. I have to be careful. In the same way that the same way that you sometimes you know you could talk to the child from Hypers Morgan, like they say, you know, you could talk to the kid to your blue about about, you know, this is a wonderful thing and this is the way you should be and this is the only thing and the kid looks at you and like just like skirts you know, uh, spritzes the water gun in your face and it's not bad. you're not getting anywhere. So sometimes, even though we prefer not to, there has to be your side of the child has to know that there are consequences to, there are consequences. We, we prefer not to to talk about them, but you should know that, that you can't. It's not half good. You can't. You can't do whatever you want. So during the time of Yerida, when a person is going through Yerida, he has to always, of course, remember what we learned the last two shiurim 
that there's no such thing, God forbid, to be afraid of punishment because Hashem has wants to hurt us, if He wants to get back at us. It's only because of Ahavas Hashem, because of the Baruch Hashem's great love for us, that He provided us with certain mechanisms to prevent us from slipping further and further away. One of the safest, one of the safest uh, mechanisms to keep us from slipping further away during a difficult time is Yiras I, I, I don't want to. I, I, I have to be careful. There are consequences. But that's during the time of Yerida. That's Hashem's Baruch made us in such a way. That's how we live in this world. There are Elias and Yeridas. And we have to know how to... We have to know how to conduct ourselves during each of those times of our lives. Therefore, each of these Avaidas, meaning each way of serving Hashem, whether it's whether it's Ahavaz Hashem, love of God, and being focused on, on your awe of Him, and so on, or it's, the, or it's the other way of being afraid of getting punished in this world or the next world. Both of these ways of Ahavaz Hashem are very precious to Hashem. They're very holy in God's eyes. If everybody knows that in the, at the end of time Hashem is both sent in the Shem of the Holy Baal which is Yadzai Shuz, that the Rajal sent in the Shem of the, of, of the, of the, of the Baal Shem of HaKadosh to focus on Ahavaz Hashem, on love of God, and to focus on all that's positive. But that doesn't mean, God forbid, that the way of the Tzaddikim from the, from the Balayam Musa who focused on the fear of God, that, that way is not beautiful in God's eyes. It's very, very beautiful. But again, a person has to know when to focus on what, and what kind of a person he or she is, and how to use each of these ways of serving Hashem. The way of sumera, of, of strengthening oneself to, to go away from anything that could be bad, and the way of the, where the focus is on the asay toif, on the positive. But both of them are very chavivas, they're both beloved by Hashem. And that, that, that's, that all of you, I'm sure, know that the tzaddikim will talk about the brachas with Yosef and Sadiq, Ephraim and Menashe. Those are the two ways of Ephraim and Menashe. And, and that's why both of, them are, 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 both of them are blessed by Yaakov Avinu. And both of them are holy and pure. Menashe means the Lashon of Nashani Elikim, which means to forget. To forget means to turn away from evil. To turn away. Nashani is a negative term, Menashe. Whereas Ephraim is Ephraim Elikim, is to cause... A, Cause one to be fruitful and to multiply, which is a positive. And these are the and and the, and the machloikis, the, dis, the disagreement between Yaakov and his son Yisav at Sadiq, which is the primary way in serving Hashem. And here, of course, the Chassidim saw the great victory of the Baal Shem Tov Hakadosh, because we know that in the that the truth is that Yaakov placed Ephraim before Menashe, even though Ephraim was the youngest. He put him before Menashe, and the youngest. The tzaddikim say means that the newest way to serve Hashem. There were many, many, many years where the main way of serving Hashem was with fear. That's the older way of Menashe. The younger way to serve Hashem is the way of the Balsham Tavakadish, which is with Ahava, with love, and with more positive. And Yaakov Venus said they're both Gedansh, they're both holy, they're both beautiful. But at the end of time, there'll be a new way that's going to be the most important way, which is the way of the Balsham Tavakadish. I mean, I, I, this is my take on it, you understand. <laughs> but I'm saying only what it says in the Swami. I didn't make this up. It says in the Swami Kedoshim, of course. But, but the, the point is that they're both, they're both holy and they're both pure. Both ways. And one has to know, one has to know when, to, when to focus on what. And that's why I've, said, I've, many, I've mentioned many times, I, I saw once in the Sefer, that there was uh, one of the chassidim of the Satmarov went to him to ask about learning Rabbi Nachman verse of the Swami. 
So, you know, should you learn Rabbi Nachman's address of the storm? So first, he asked them, what, are you learning what you've said? And he saw that Rabbi Nachman knew all of Rabbi Nachman's storm by heart. He knew everything by heart. The Satmar knew everything by heart. So the Satmar told him, Vada, Vada, Sashayla, what are you talking about? Are you allowed to learn Rabbi Nachman's storm? You have to learn Rabbi Nachman's storm. So be careful to always learn Rabbi Nachman with other storm also. Not just Rabbi Nachman. Why? Because anybody who ever, ever entered into the world of Rabbi Nachman knows that there is such... There's such an explosion of, of ahava, of love, and, and of caring, and of loving, and of giving, and all of that emphasis on, on, on ahava that the Zambar was telling him that you have to be careful because there are times you have to remember. You know, it's a little bit, you know, if you only learn Kedusha Slavia and Rabbin Achim, and then, like, there's nothing you could do wrong in their eyes, you know. Yeah, it's all right, Papal, it's okay, Mahamal, it's okay. Everything is good, everything is good. It's, you did an Avaya, oh, wow, you're a big tzad. You did such an Avaya, you're such a big tzad. Hey, you know, uh, you have to be careful to learn uh, to learn all the different tzaddikim. They should be properly balanced. That one shouldn't slip off, God forbid, into the wrong way. So, so someone says, learn Ibn Ahmed's form, but make sure you also learn other form, not just Ibn Ahmed's form. So, so that's what he's saying over here. That they're both chavivas, they're both beloved by Hashem. If they used in the proper way, in the proper measure. However, it's clear. But he's saying one thing. He says, listen. When you're going through a Yerida, if you're going to try to start working at that time of the Yerida on what? On your assignment, on fear punishment, that's a big mistake. Because everybody knows that if you're ready in a Yerida and you start focusing on punishments, either you're going to, either you're going to just... God forbid, get further and further away and say, forget it. Not only did I do all these bad things, on top of that, the Bershalom is angry and he's going to do this, he's going to do that. At a time of year, you can't start working on acquiring Yeris Ainish when you're going through your Yerida. You have to work on that at a healthy, normal time of life. When it's a Zaman of, of an Aliyah, of a good time. You work on your, on your belief in Yeris Ainish so that you could, so that you're able to withdraw from that, from that account. When it comes to a time of a Yerida, but if you can't, you, you can't just when, when you're in a Yerida, you can't all of a sudden start to acquire your Yerusalem. This is another reason. When you go, one of the things that, that one of the problems of a Yerida, one of the big problems when you're going through Yerida is that it's a Yerida, and during a Yerida you don't feel like doing anything. One of the, during a Yerida, you're not, it's very hard to work on things. So if you're going through a Yerida. So someone comes and tells you, you know, you got, you're, you're really messing up. Why you should really think about your assignments. So one of the problems in your read is, I don't want to think about anything. I'm, I don't feel like it. So therefore, you have to be, you have to be a person that works on these things when, when it's a good day, and to, and to save up and to, and to make deposits into that account of your belief in your assignments. So then, when it comes time to you read that you have what to, you have to, what, what to machazik yourself. As we have to work all the time in our lives, we have to work all the time to acquire Yeris Ainish in a healthy way that we've been learning these past few weeks. We have to always work on acquiring this healthy fear of punishment, what's beyond 120, and during this life, we have to always work on that. Not just when you're going through a year, when people start to think about it then. You have to work on it all the time. So then, if it, when it comes, because everybody has times of Yerida, so when the time of Yerida comes, you'll be able to be machazik yourself with the year's highness that you were working on during the time that things were good. There's a marshal from the Malshamta, but I don't want to take time here, so we still have a lot to do. But there's a famous marshal from the Malshamta, and other tzaddikim about, about the two, the king had two sons that were by the king's table, and, 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 it was a, and one of the sons would, would, eat the, the, would eat something, would eat at the meal. The king would prepare this, of course, for his, his boys, this... Uh, 
beautiful, lavish, you know, feast. And one of the boys was eating everything up. The other one would eat, and he would also take things, and he would go someplace with some of the food. You know, you know, he would take something like a dog, a dog eat it, right? He would take like a... So the king was, what's going on? And one day the king followed him over there, and he sees that he's got a whole pantry, like a closet, a room, filled with stuff that he's been like, you know, taking away from the table. So the king asked him, what, what, what are you doing? You know, what do you, so he says, I want to have food on the side. What do you have? What for? He says, you, you're, the, you're a prince. You're the son of the king. You don't have to ever worry. So the, so the prince said, you know, he said, Father, your majesty, in all due respect, we see that in the world, it's not so pushed, you know, to hold on to a kingdom, you know. And it's a god of the island. Sometimes you're a king and sometimes you're, you know, you're, sometimes you're a prince and sometimes you're a pauper, right? Sometimes you're on the top and sometimes you're on the bottom. And that's the way of the world. So, so I just, I want to know that I have uh, put aside for that time when, when we're not going to be on top and we're going to be on the bottom because there should be something there. And the Bashan al said that a yid, when a yid is going through a good time with this simcha and, and there's aliyah and there's good davening and there's tikkun amid, there's a lot of good things. He has to take more and more and more and more and to remember that, that it's going to come a time that it's not so good. That's how it is in life. And, and if you work a lot during the times that are lichtig, that are bright and that are, that are good, if you work a lot during those times, and you have a lot of davening, let's say, especially when it comes to Shavuos, you daven very strong for Kabbalah Sattari, the Dinin of Shavuos of Dabra Malach, see outside, Dabra Malach and Baal Shantav is the whole Kaych of Tefillah, is very strong. A person davens very strong on Shavuos, so then when it comes to times that are not so yantavik in life, not so good in life, that you'll be able to have kaiches from that. It'll help you on a day that's not, on a rainy day, you'll be able to take from those kaiches. You can go past the parentheses down to the bottom, because there he talks about something that's not really what we have to worry about right now. <coughs> we'll come to it, Mitchell, when we continue with the next safe. Anyway, he talks a lot about it. Look at the bottom, Kuf Mem Zayin. The bottom of page Kuf Yud. See, it says in the Pasuk, that means that the same way that a father disciplines his child, so too Hashem disciplines you. Miyasraka comes the word liyaser, to rebuke, to discipline, to admonish. And it also is connected, of course, to the word yisur. Yisur means suffering. So the Baruch Shalom Kashi Yasser Ishes Benoi Kain Hashem Lekach Miyasraka. The same way that a father rebukes his child, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. Harei Kosa, we see that it's written, Shayasurim Ha'ayinshem, that the suffering and punishments, Heim Mitoich Mabat Shel Bonecha, Shel Bincha. We see very clearly that the Rav wanted to tell us in the Chumash, he wanted us to know that any time that you ever, ever, ever are punished, any suffering that you go through in life, remember that I'm your father, and the same way that a father would never, ever do something to hurt the child. And with a father, he can make a mistake, but the Bershaw doesn't make a mistake, so there's no such thing as unintentionally hurt. There's no such thing as unintentionally. So it's even better. But that a father would never, ever do anything to hurt the child. And every every musa, every patch, anything that, the, that a parent does, that the father does, is only me I have. It's completely from love. So that's the ikr that we have to know. And therefore, any person who is able to enter into the inner, inner world of Yeras Hashem, of fear of Hashem, 
It doesn't take you away from Hashem. It doesn't cause you to cower and to retreat and to run away from the Barshalom. A person who is Zaycha to go into the Pneumius of you. Not on the outside. On the outside, it's, on the outside, it's all the stuff that you know, we said growing up. Oh, this teacher only says you're going to get punished and it's Muslim, it's Muslim. But I'm not talking about that stuff. When you go to the Pneumius of you that we've been learning now, these, these past 10, 15, 10, 12 pages, the Pneumius of you. So then a person meets Hashem's Baruch. That's Hashem's Baruch. Then you meet, you find Hashem in that place. There you see the Bershom's tremendous love for you. You see his great love for you in that place. You see his tremendous love for you. And that helps you to get closer to him and to get attached to him through this feeling of Yira. Even though we normally associate Yira with distance, but the truth is that Pneumius of Yira brings you closer. Shehayira, he misses essay derisa. Yiras Hashem, fear of Hashem, is a positive commandment from the Torah. It's misses essay derisa. O mitzvah, and every mitzvah, the word mitzvah is lashon tzavta. Mitzvah means to bind together. Tzavta means to bind together. Tzavla tzav means to bind, to hold something together. The word mitzvah means means to to connect two things. That's a mitzvah. It's telling us that even through Yira, you have to know that the tachlis of being afraid of Hashem and the tachlis of being afraid of punishment, just like with a parent, the tachlis is the vacas to get closer to Him. The dove is a nelam in Ainei Many, many people don't see this. They don't think of it this way. They don't look at it this way. Why? Because the natural thing with a person, and this is this is the way that we grow up in the secular world, is to make a connection between between yira and pachet, yira, yira, and what pachet? Pachet means to be frightened, fear of Hashem, and then, and, the, and we we connect that in our minds to pachet to be frightened, and we usually are frightened of things that are harmful. We're frightened of bad things. We're not frightened from good things. We're not frightened of, you know, of, you're, not, you're not afraid of your Zayd and your Bab, you know. You're afraid of uh, bad things, not of good things. So we normally connect Yira, and that's where you go, it's a very immature, silly, superficial way of understanding Yira Hashem. We connect it to Pachet, being afraid, and that always has something bad and negative. So we think it's Rak Pachet. And because of that, we naturally recoil. And retreat from being involved in any union of Yiras Hashem. We don't want to talk about it, or hear about it, or learn about it, because mostly we heard it in the, when we were younger. Those who heard a lot of talks about it, we mostly heard it in the way that that, that sounds a lot like being afraid of uh, of bad things. Nobody wants to live in a state of fear. Nobody wants to. There's a student of mine that was that got a very good deal on an apartment on a certain street. In Farakway, he got a very good deal. He, he told me, "What do you think, Rabbi?" I said, "It's okay as long as you don't mind, you know, watching gunfights out your window and grenades flying through the night. It's a very nice corner. It happens that corner is one of the nicest spots, you know. If that's what you enjoy watching, you know, in your spare time, it's it's interesting. So uh, nobody wants to live in a place of pachad. You, you, you don't want to live there. You have to be afraid all the time. It's it's terrible to live in such an outset where you're afraid." 
Well, look, so, so people therefore don't want to hear you. Hashem to be afraid of the Bereshit. All of this comes because of a failure to be taught and to understand the inner, the Pneumius of what Yira is. It says in Pasuk. The gilu means to rejoice. Bira'ada means with trembling. To rejoice with trembling. It's not a contradiction. To be a Jew means to, to rejoice, to love and to rejoice in Hashem with trembling. At the same time, it's not a steer. It's not a contradiction. One is mashlam. One perfects and, and, and fulfills the other. The makam gilu, the Gemara says, sham Where there's joy, there must always be trembling. When a person lives in this way of inner year, of real yira, it brings you to a higher level of Ahavas Hashem, a higher level of love of God, with the is by an attachment to Him. No sadness at all. It's a total mistake that year leads to sadness. It can, if you're doing it in an unhealthy way. In years high fear, especially fear of punishment or fear of suffering and sorrows, if it's not in the right way, if it's just in a, in a superficial way, then it could, of course it could cause depression and sadness. But that's not what year really is. With true year Hashem, it doesn't bring sadness at all. Any year, any fear that does not bring a person to Ahavas Hashem and Dveikus Bay, it doesn't bring a person to love God, to be closer to Him. It's a, it's a sign, it's a simon, that this person is still only dealing with the superficial, external level of fear. And he has not yet been to enter into the deeper, deeper world of year of fear. Therefore, a person has to learn how to acquire true Yeras Hashem. By understanding and seeking this. How can my Yira, how can my fear of God and fear of punishment, how can that bring me to love Him more? How can that bring me closer to Him? And to rejoice in Hashem. This is the deeper meaning of an amazing, an, an amazing term that we have from Chazal. That there are people who love God to such a degree that they rejoice in suffering. So we think that that's not a normal person. What does that mean to rejoice in suffering? How could that be? It means that there is a majority like that. And it's not only for big, big, big tzaddikim. It's a madrig that Hashem expects of each and every one of us that we could reach if we work on it. That what? That we believe that every second of difficulties, every second of anguish, or of pain in this world, is only, only for one tachlis, is to bring us closer to the Baruch to remove those things in our lives that are separating us from Him, even in this world and in the next world. That there shouldn't be anything to any barrier between uh, between us and Hashem as well. Sadiqim like this are worried when there is no suffering in their lives. They get worried. Things are going things to, uh, things are going so well. I'm worried that that uh, maybe maybe uh, God forbid 
to something that, that for whatever reason that needs to be removed and it's not removed and, and the person has to try to move it in a different way and it's, it's it itself could be the cause of anxiety in the person not to have you saw Pam is Bateh Rav Shach Zatzal Rav Shach once said that a person can be David by Hashem, can be attached to Hashem, even at the time that he's in Gehenna. Gehenna means, of course, in English they use the word hell. But Gehenna, to be David by Hashem in Gehenna, Gehenna is not a place of separation from God. In this world, you could be separate from God. You could make that choice. Gehenna is not separation. Gehenna is not separation. Gehenna is a place of of purification but it, but, but it, it could hurt to have those things the same way you know to, uh, an operation or whatever to, it hurts but it's not God forbid separation Gehenna is not a place where we're far from Hashem that's not true people think that that's not true Gehenna is a place of Tzvekis but because the process of removing all of the schmutz that we accumulate over life is a painful process, so then there's Yisur Gehenna is a painful experience. But it's a painful experience with the awareness and the knowledge that every second of pain is bringing to the most amazing healing. And every second of pain is bringing me closer and closer to the goal, to the tachlis of all creation, which is to be attached to HaKadosh Baruch And to the degree that a person knows that in this world he could even be smeich and Yisur. He can be smeich and yusur. He can rejoice. For Aymeku Kanal, Ein Mahalach Shal Nefrodes Makadosh Baruch There is no, there is no such thing of God pushing a person away. There's no such thing. That's the biggest mistake. There's no Ein Mahalach. Look at that sentence. Ein Mahalach Shal Nefrodes Menakadosh Baruch There is no Mahalach. There is no system or pattern of separation from God. Everything is only for the tachlis of closeness. Even Gehenna. It's not Nifadis Mashiach. Everything is only the tachlis ahahava. Love. That's all. And to bring closer. We call Inyan Binyan Allah Adam. Therefore, from every single thing in his life, Allah Adam is kashil and Baruch. We have to tie ourselves and become closer to Hashem. Baradar, it's clear. It's clear that even when it comes to Yiras Ha'inish, to fear of punishment, that that could bring a person to experience greater closeness to Hashem. To be attached to Him. When a person understands what we're talking about, the same way that trying to love Hashem brings you to great joy, the whole avayda of ahavas Hashem, of love of Hashem, brings a person to more and more simcha. That's the same way that you approach the the avayda of trying to acquire yiras ha'aynish, fear of punishment, the simcha, the joy. No sadness, God forbid. Keep a plimius name shalom because the plimius is they're both the same. They're both the same. Ahav and yir, both the same. Keep plimius name shalom shalom. The carvel of dabeg is a little cut to bring you closer and to attach you to the rebbeinu shalom. Vani kibbas alakim litayv, which is what we started the sefer with, and that's the whole tachlis of the sefer. Vani kibbas alakim litayv. But the Lord said that the greatest good that man can experience is Kirvis Elokim. 
and therefore everything in life is to bring to that closeness. The kivas elokim lead tayv. Afilu shem elokim. That's why Donal said kivas elokim. It didn't say kivas Hashem lead tayv. Kivas elokim, and everybody knows that elokim is what din. Kivas elokim lead tayv. So you say elokim is a scary name. Elokim. Kivas elokim. Even Elohim, which is the Midas Adin of judgment and strictness, punishment, God forbid, lead tight. It's good. That's the Amun of a Jew, lead tight. It's only good for me. The cave in Shagamikach, the Gamikach, because from this and from that, Mikol Eifen Shahu. But we're afraid of, of suffering, we're afraid of Tsaras, because we don't know if we have the strength. To use our difficulties to get closer to Barisham. We say, Barisham, I'll tell you, you know, something. we shouldn't have any sorrows. There shouldn't be any Yusurb. And it's a thing about always davening for other Jews not to have sorrows, not to have Yusurb. Always. Because, because it's very hard and it breaks people that people don't have the kaitas. But the tzaddik himself, the tzaddik himself, like Rabbi Akiva said, call Yomai. My whole life, I was worried. I wouldn't be able to give up my life. My whole life, as they were burning him and, and raking his flesh, he said, My whole life, I was looking forward to this. I was nervous I would die without this opportunity. So, it's a, it's, it, it, but, but, but uh, Rabbi Kiva, you think Rabbi Kiva wanted other Jews to go through that? He, he davened and he was crying all the time to help Jews. And he led Jews in a war against, against Rome because he wanted Jews to be freed from, from suffering and misery in this world. But the tachlis, the person has to know. Kirvis alakim lead type. It's all good. Kuf memches ad ata sakna biyirasainish. Until now, we're being, we're learning the sugi of yirasainish fear of punishment. Hey, mi yisurayagehenim. We spoke about the yisurim being afraid of what happens after 120. The hey, mi yisurim b'elamazen, and we spoke about being afraid of suffering in this world. Now listen carefully, because really we, thought, we spoke about all of these five, but here he spells them out. There are really five levels of yira, of fear. Five. Aleph. Yira ma'ayin which we just spoke about, the fear of punishment and the fear of suffering. That's Aleph. Gaius. Yira sa'kavid. Fear that comes from a person wanting covered or needing covered. What does that mean? Shiyare shaloyevaish. He's afraid that it's going to be terribly, terribly embarrassing. You know, the game is over, Mashiach comes, and 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 and, uh, and the is going to show who are the real, you know, who are the real heroes, and who are the real, who is phony. Who... So a person's embarrassed. He doesn't want. To, he's nervous. What's going to happen? So a person's afraid. She doesn't want to be embarrassed, or he's he might on, a, on another level. He's afraid to do an affair because he doesn't want people to see him. He's it's embarrassing. So he could be embarrassed that. Uh, in this world, it could be embarrassed in the next world. He's afraid of being embarrassed in this world because maybe somebody will see him uh, doing that avayr, or he's embarrassed in the next world that he knows in the next world that they're going to see what I did. So he doesn't want to be embarrassed. He wants to have his cover. He wants to be able to be respected in this world and the next world. So that's something which is a type of fear. It's a, it's a type of fear. Rabbi Yechem Zaki, as you know, before he died, said, Halavai, Halavai, you should fear God the way you fear human beings, right? That we're afraid of what people think of us. How much time do people spend? You don't have to raise your hand, but you know, how much time do people spend thinking about what other people think of us? It's, it's, it's a, an abnormal percentage usually of one's life. To spend thinking or worrying, what does, what does, what does, what does this person think of me? How do they think of me? When you're growing up and you're part of a chevre of friends, and growing up could be, you know, uh, even to 120. 
when you're, but with your part of it, especially when you're young, when you're young, girls, let's say, uh, girls, you know, little girls in school, in high school, the girls, how much time, and boys, but girls are, are knighted to this more, boys also, but girls are very strong in this thing, or what does the other one think of me, and they're very, very, very worried about these thoughts of what everybody thinks of me, and how do they look at me, and so on, and all kinds of pressure that comes with that, I mean, so in, in, in how they look, and how they dress, and all these in Yonam, there's tremendous pressure on what people think of me, and the boys also very strong as they get older, these machshavas. So there is this fear that a person has that comes from wanting to be respected and wanting to be admired and being afraid of not being respected and not being looked up at in a nice way, either in this world or in the next world. Which means that in, in the world to come, each person is going to be burned by the chuppah of his friend. Chuppah here doesn't mean a wedding. It means that every person has his madrega, and in the Eilam Hab, the person will say, you know, like there are levels. You know, uh, different levels in Adragas. So everybody's going to have his level. And and it's like Lahavdal, a person in, in his class in college, you know, what, what was he in his class? He graduated uh, seventh in his class. So Lahavdal, after this, after a person's life, there are chuppas. Each, each person has his chuppah, his place. That's his true place. And the person feels bad. He wants to, he sees that, he sees that the other one has a different, uh, higher place. So these are issues that people would rather avoid. They want to be in a good place and to be able to feel good. So they're afraid to do anything that in, that in any way could be at the expense of their own honor, of their own covet. And there's something that's healthy about that when it's in a normal way, and not in an extreme way. It's a healthy, it's also a year that a person has that, that helps to keep him uh, in line, that he should be a good boy and a good girl. That there's a year that a person has for covet. Gimel, the third Madrega of Yira, Yiras Hashlemus, which we're going to talk much more about. Yiras Hashlemus, which means Yira that is of Shlemus, with the desire of perfection, which means what? This person is ready on a Madrega where he knows that the highest, highest Shlemus, the greatest level of perfection that a person can reach in this life is to be attached to Hashem. So Yare Shema He's afraid to do an Aveira, not because somebody might see him, and not because in the next world his relatives and whatever family are going to see who he was, and not because he's afraid of punishments, but because he's afraid that if I do any Aveira, it's going to it's going to cause it's going to damage that possibility that I have of reaching a level of Shlaimus, of wholeness and perfection and attachment to God. It's going to detract. From that connection to Hashem's Baruch. That's what a sin does. That's the third level. Dalit, fourth level. Yerasairarimus, a fear that comes from the awareness of God's exaltedness. Shabbashah mitzvah, that when, the, when this person is doing a mitzvah, even a mitzvah, not talking he's afraid to do another there, even when he's doing a mitzvah. Yare Shemaloyasana Karoi. He's afraid that maybe I didn't do the mitzvah in the most beautiful way, in the best way. The Maybe because I didn't do it in the most beautiful way, maybe I didn't show proper respect and glory to the king, to the Rabbi Shalom. Maybe I could have done it more beautifully. I could have done it with more feeling, with more thought. I could have spent more time on the mitzvah. Here's not an Avey, we're talking about on a mitzvah. Maybe, maybe he's afraid that he didn't show the king proper covenant. And finally, hey, here is chait. Fear of sin. 
Shigari Bakal Aisa Bakal Shah, this Jew lives every single moment of his life with with a fear. Shema Yifkaim Ayde Maisa Bakhvaid Malkashul Ilam. That nothing nothing that I do should in any way should be pagan, should in any way diminish the covet of Hashem in the world. Nothing that I do. The last we were talking about in the mitzvah that, that I do this beautifully as I can in here, the person is so afraid that nothing that I say or think of or that I do in my life should ever in any way in any way diminish the covet of the of Malkashalam of the Bani Shalom. Until now we were talking about being afraid of Ainisha punishment. We're not going to talk here. And he talks about it in some of his other Surah, but here we're not going to talk now about that level that, we, that, that was listed over here as the second one, which is Yerusha Kavit, that a person is afraid that people are not going to respect him. First of all, most people don't think and can't really understand what does that mean to be shown covered in the next world or not to have covered in the next world. It's a level of the neshama to, to apply that. We're not going to go to this at length here. The need of covet. Right from covet, there are some people that naturally are much much more inclined to seeking covet. And with those people, you have to work in that way. Sometimes you have a kid that he's very worried what people think. So you have to work with that child, that, you mean, if, that he has a year of covet of how to be a better Jew using that, that natural inclination that he has to be more afraid of what people think. Those people, it's easier to work, the ones who are more inclined to his years of covet. In our generation, it's preferable to focus more on the first thing we were talking about, which is Yerusha'inish, fear of punishment. Or the fear that we're going to talk about now, which is of Shlemus. Which is that fear that, that there's something that I'm doing that in any way could, in any way, be, be a cause either to be, perhaps it wasn't as beautiful, and, it, and, and it's going to, as beautiful as it could have been, or in some way it's going to lessen the covenant of Hashem. In some way this could cause my relationship to Hashem as well to be damaged. That I'm afraid of losing that Vekas to Hashem. The last of years of Kavik has man kotzer, but the time is short and there's much to do. In our generation, Hashkabakach, Hirab. But this is what we have to work on. Therefore, Let's talk about years of Shlemus, which is what? A person is afraid that God forbid that because if, if I do an Avera, it's going to, if I do an Avera, it's going to take me further and further away from Hashem. I don't want to be far from Hashem, I want to be close to Hashem. First person has to know that the only shlemus, the true perfection that a person can achieve in this life, in this world, is one thing: to be attached to God. The whole chait, and therefore, person has to know and believe that every single chait, any chait that a person does, any sin that a person does. Whether it's a sin from the Torah, or whether it's a sin from Midrabanan, or it's something that what that, that Sadiqim told us we shouldn't do. 
Every chait moneim and haodmas hakirva vatvekes baris boshmoi. Any sin, any chait, on some level, obviously there are different levels, but every single chait has this effect that it lessens the shleimus of one's life, which is the perfection of being closer to God. That's the outcome. Those are the consequences of every chait, no matter what it is. Therefore, a person has to know. No, I'm sorry, I skipped the sentence. The beginning of man's avayda is to know what is shleimus. Like, what's the tachas of my life? What's the purpose of my existence? Which we spoke about the whole sefer. The purpose of my existence is dveikus b'shem. The purpose of my existence is anything else that anybody says is not the purpose. Usually, as we spoke about this last year, two years already, you know, usually you go to class, again with high school kids, and you say, what's the tachas of life? So most of the kids think that it's to be happy. Most of them will say to be happy. The tachas likes to be happy. <coughs> doesn't say it anywhere in our, in our writings. It's not the tachas of life to be happy. But catch yourself, even as adults, we think that the tachas of life is to be happy. It doesn't say anywhere in any safe for such a thing. It's not a Jewish thing at all. Happiness can come if you're if you are truly focused on the tachas of life, even and that could be you could be happy even if things are not great in your life. But the tachas of life is not to be happy. It doesn't this not not tire at all. It's completely, completely not from our world. The tachas of life is the shlamus of life is Dvekas Basha. So and anything that we're doing in life that is not to bring us towards that tachlas is is in some way, on some level, on some level, <clears throat> it, it, it is a a distortion of the mitzvahs of who we are. So every single chait, once a person works on this, and he knows what's the tachlis of my life. If the tachlis of your life is to have the nicest house, you know, that's that's ridiculous. I'm just giving you some this such a person would think of. If the tachlis of my life is to have the nicest house in the world. But to have the richest thing, whatever in the world, so then I understand that anything that's pregnant with that, in other words, if I lose all my money, then my life is worthless. But 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 if I if I happen if I happen to do an atayra, or if I happen to do certain things that are not according to the tar, no 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 no, I can live with it. Because that's not the tachas of my life. The tachas of my life is what is is having this or having that. So you're upset that you lose one of those things. But if you happen to do an atayra, so it's not so upset. It's not so upsetting. If you don't keep all the mitzvahs, it's not so upsetting. Uh, many people think that, even Orthodox Jews. Well, that's okay. So they'll, they'll say things like, you know, they're bigger avarious than that. You know, nobody says that. Those people don't say it when it comes to, when it comes to like, you know, somebody taking away their membership to the uh, country club or something. God forbid, whatever Irish kite they happen to, you know, think is their shleimus. And they don't, then, and you tell them, it's just because they look for other things in life, you know. They're, oh, no. You can't say there are other things in life. Because that's the tachlis of that person's shleimus. It's not a thing. Some silliness. Same thing when it comes to if you think that the tachas of your life is to be happy, anything that anything that in any way takes away from your happiness is is, is a tragedy. If that's the tachas of your life, it's happiness. But if, you t- if the tachas of your life is dveikus b'ashem, is attachment b'ashem, then anything that that takes away from that dveikus b'ashem is tragic. Any any tiny little avera. See, here's the story about the tzaddik, and the tzaddik was so careful about this, so careful, you think, oh, come on, Rebbe, you know, it's such a big deal. It's a big affairist in that, you know. But that's not how the tzaddik looks at it. The tzaddik is madly, desperately in love with the king of all kings. And, the, uh, and you know how it is, the difference between when a, when a guy and a girl are dating, and they're courting each other, 
and, and they're trying to win each other's love, right? And you want so much that the person should love you and should respect you and look up to you. Think that you're the most gewaltige person in the world. Everything you do is betachas ha'shleimus, right? And think how, how, how do people live after they've married for 35, 40 years? And are they still living with such a hasog? With such a hasog, that's why shuz is the chasm. Shuz is the chasm. That's why you have. That's why you put flowers all over on shoes because you want it like you bring to kala. You know, you want to. You want to. You're going out on a date. You bring flowers. To, I know they still do that, whatever you know. But for Shabbos, you send flowers or something. So you make flowers on on shoes because it's a chasana. That's what it is. <coughs> a, person should, a person is so careful because they understand. Can you imagine? You have this this guy and the girl, and they're like on the they're on the, like the eighth date. You know, it's going it's going in a nice way. So. Uh, forgive me for saying something which is not tachlis hanimus. It's not so uh, pleasant. But you know the guy. Let's say you know they had that supper together, and you know how careful he'd be not to make any any slight noises. Chasashol. He's on a date. I, I, I'm sorry for saying such a word. You know he had. He's full, and and he's feeling a little. You know, so, but he'd be so careful. Why? Because he out of his mind. He, this girl's beautiful. He, he, he's he's got, he's crazy for her. He's got to be a shogun. He knows that if something like that happens, it could it could mess up the whole thing. Because it's, it's just so come on, say it to the mother. And they say, you know what happens? So the mother will say, what happens is that. You know, it was a nice like this happened. My banishing is such a nice. So so the mother will say, what? We will do that. Like uh, my daughter once, one of my girls went out with somebody. And they, it was the first and last date, <laughs> and and they went someplace like you know whatever one of these hotels place or something, and uh, bought a drink, and he sat back and he put his feet up on the table, <laughs> like he with his yarmulke like this, you know, and his feet on the table, and and uh, you know my wife and I were waiting up there for that you know the arrival home, only parents of uh, girls in that parish know what that feels like, and we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, you know. And uh, we can always tell my wife, oh, anyway, she knows right away when the boy comes, yes or no. But anyway, the, you can tell the door closes, and like the, then, like, somebody, one of the other kids downstairs, and they start going after her, right? And I hear my daughter saying, Leave me alone. Like, you know, leave me alone, I don't want to talk about it. So, you know, I, so she comes upstairs. So, what happened? So, he put his, he, he put his feet on the table. So, I, you know, first time you go with somebody, I mean, now, if someone told you, that this, these people are married 40 years and you won't believe it that he put his feet on the table you'd say what's the shlach no. it's a big deal he wants to be comfortable he can't be comfortable in his own house <laughs> so what happened over 40 years how come how come that it was like the biggest affair in the world that passes the guy up you know and he should have, he's going to have to be single the rest of his life because he put because because you know he put his feet up in front of one of the Weinberger girls right it's a big affair but, but then 40 years later the people say you can put your feet up take it easy it's true, it's a big chilek. It's a big chilek. And I told the shatran that some you should talk to the boy because I'm sure he, he has a lot of mindless. But you should talk to the boy because it's not a good thing that he's doing that. And, and, and if it turned off us, it's going to turn off other people. That you don't do that. Why? It's a chilek, you're courting somebody, you know? And you're making an impression, right? You're afraid of any, any little bits of shlemus that shouldn't be there. Any little pagam that they shouldn't be there. Sometimes you could be too crazy, and you know, I'm not talking about crazy things. People are crazy, extreme, and that. But, but a person's careful to be shlemus, shlemus. When a person, so to tell somebody, that don't be so particular, right? So what the boy does this, and the girl did that, and the first date, but I don't know, the second. 
it, it doesn't sound doesn't sound right because the person I shouldn't be particular. So someone will tell you, no, you shouldn't. Like I had, like you know, I have how many times I have a girl tells me that she went out with a boy, and he did this, he did that, and it was like this, and it was like that, and I'm here, like you know, pretty pretty serious bad things, and uh, and then she said that she spoke to the shachon, the shachon said, what are you making such a big deal? So I was thinking, like, what does the guy have to do, like murder somebody? What does he have to do, like to, to like to be off the, you know, to be. You know, and, and I was thinking, the shakha wants for you, would you, the shakha that would you want it for your daughter, such a, what are you, what are you talking like that, what's the big deal? I mean, the girl's telling me five or six things that are, that are not good, that are not good at all. So, uh, and you know, understand that it came out already the first day, it's only a, a it's only a, a, a force field, you know, of what, of what could be expected, because it, it, it don't get any better than that, you know, that, that's his best. He gave me his best shot, you know. So it's not going to get better than that. Everybody thinks, oh, it's going to be better. The shotgun says, don't worry, don't worry. What are you doing? And, 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 oh, it's all right. It'll take him some time. It'll take him some time. So those wives are waiting. It's already, you know, they're, they're ready on Social Security. <laughs> What's going to be with you? The shotgun just said, 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 the shotgun just said that you're going to be a big tzaddik. What happened? What happened? It's not, it's not, it's not, it's, I never, I, this is who I was on the first night. And this, uh, you know. That's who I am. So you want shlamus. That's you want shlamus. But with the Bani Shalom, of course, <clears throat> when a person is courting Hashem, the tzaddikim, they don't just they don't just keep mixes. They're they're courting the Bani Shalom. They're taking matkev yachal on a date. You understand that it's a different thing. And a person is afraid of anything, anything that shouldn't be betachlus hashlamus. Betachlus hashlamus. Think about you have here a whole room of women and and tzadkanis, married, single. You know how you know how medakdekis women are. Every one of you, if you have to set something, a nice tish, or a vart, a lachaim, mitzvah to make a table, right? If you're having chashuva, people coming over, how it has to be just so, right? Just so. Isn't what you want it to be? Betachas ashleimus, betachas ashleimus, because that's important to you. So we know that what's important to you in your life, you're going to want to be betachas ashleimus. What's not important to you doesn't have to be the So it could be second, third grade. It doesn't have to be top of the line. It could be second, third, fourth. It could be not so. So that's what it means to the British law. That's how that's how a Jew lives with Hashem. That's what he's saying. That's what he means yes, Hashem is. So first, the person thought, what's the toughness of my life? That's the shlemus of my life. The greatest I could be in this world, even if I, if I have nothing, if I have nothing. To show with money, if I have nothing to even show with a husband or wife, with children, God forbid, if I have nothing to show, the tachas of my life is is dreikus b'asham. That's why even even if God forbid a person can't find a zivik, can't find a husband or a wife, chasushal, or even if God forbid a person a couple can't have children, it's terrible. Uh, there should always be good shaduchim, and everybody should have good children. But even if a person can't. We just say that the tachlis of your life is. It's not the tachlis of your life either. Those are all, those are all uh, subcategories of shleimus, of advekas v'ashem. That's why people have kids and they forgot why they had them. They had kids, so what are you making a, you make such a big deal, such a, such a big simcha? You make such a big simcha, what do you make such a big simcha? What do you think? So you think that the tachlis is to have kids? No, the tachlis is to be ma'abek kareit shemayim. That there should be more of Hashem in the world, and more dveikas b'Hashem. What do you think you have a kid? So if you think that the tachlis is to have a kid for some other reason, that he's going to take your name, or he's going to, I don't know, whatever, what other reason people have for having kids. 
<coughs> it's fine. I, I don't know what they think. I, I'm not quite sure why. Why would a person, you know, what, what's the, you know, thing? But whatever the machshavas are, if if it's not to be mabekoyt shemaim, it's not to be more covered to the body shalom and to be more shchin into the world and to be more neshamis of children that are oivde Hashem. So then you lose your sense of priority. You send your kid to the wrong yeshiva. So someone says to you, this yeshiva is a nice yeshiva. What's so nice about it? It's nice because it's guaranteed. If you go to this yeshiva, then you for sure can go to that high school. If you go to that high school, you for sure can get into an Ivy League school. If you go to that Ivy League school, then you have a gavaldi gaparosa, and you can live happily after. And they'll marry you a nice guy or a nice girl, and you'll have to. That's so. That's the tachas of the. That's how you choose a yeshiva. You ask yourself, is that is that kiris of the kimli type? Where do you choose a yeshiva? Because the tachlis of my child's life is to be dovuk b'ashem. How do you choose a camp for your children? Well, the tachlis of your kids should have fun. That's the tachlis. That's why God gave you kids. So you should have, they should have fun. That's why you have a kid to have, that the kids should have fun. I'm not against kids having fun. I also like to have fun. But that's not the tachlis of why you have your kid. Your kids should have fun. How do you choose a camp? That the kids should have fun? Or, the, or what? Or there should be a summer that the summer should be with your shemayim and fun, but in fun that's in a way that's kosher, in a, fun that, in a way that's 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 nice. Not that a fun, not fun in the way that God forbid could take away from his shlemes, but fun that could that could. Even a child needs to rest, needs to play, needs to have friends, needs to be out in the fresh air, needs to go swimming and play. One hundred percent. But then you but then you send the child to a camp and the camps together, uh, boys and girls and all of these things. It's not the tachlis of the kibbutz. So what? Because there'd be more fun. What does it mean? So everything in life, what's the tachs? What's the purpose of my life? How do you choose the yeshiva for your kid? Then you get crazy. If your kid, if your kid didn't get like a, didn't get the, you know a, a, a fifteen hundred on his SAT, you get all upset. But if you didn't do so well in Gemara, okay, so what? It's the tachs. You think the tachs is the SAT? It's not the Gemara. What do you think? Say the one hundred twenty. What do you think the rational? Do you think in Shemaim is anything that's called an SAT? Is there anything that's called the regions of an SAT in Shemayim? Yeshiv Shemayim Yisrak. It's all a galachte. You know what it is a galachte in English? A joke. A galachte. SATs. Graduate school. Where, who, or what was a galachte? But every single minute of Dvekas Bashan or anything that a person did against the Rishon's Torah in Shemayim, that's all there is. What's left of us? Nothing. All of that's nothing. You had fun. You didn't have fun. But after 120, how much fun you gave your child? You're going to say, the Russian said, where, where did you send your kid? I sent my kid to the best yeshiva. Yeah. What do you mean by best yeshiva? Well, the average student gets into, the, into an Ivy League school. That's the best yeshiva. What do you think in Shemayim is? Do you, do you think that in Shemayim that's how they measure, that's how they measure yeshivas? Is there any person, any Jew, Orthodox Jew, that would say that in Shemayim a yeshiva is measured by how they get you into an Ivy League school? I'm not saying you shouldn't go to the Ivy League school. That's not, and, and, and don't be silly to think that's what I'm saying, God forbid. I'm not saying something silly. You can go to the Ivy League school. Then that helps in Penosa. Go to, but do you think that at the expense of learning and growing in Yiddishkeit and Yerushalayim? Do you think that after 120, the Russian will say to you, oh, I'm so proud of you. You sent your kid to that, to that school because from there you were able to prepare the kid to get to, to pre-med or to pre-law. Do you think in Shemaim it means anything pre-med or pre-law? No, if you were an honest doctor and a good doctor, an honest lawyer, a good lawyer, if you did good things to help other people, Jews and Lahab non-Jews, and you used your life in a good way, that's chosher. But uh, but but in Shemaim, do you think do you think there's enough of a care of what all these things that people make such a big deal about from people make such a big deal about? What's important? What's not important? There's only one tachlis: is dveikus b'asham. 
And that's the shlemus of a person. And when a person believes all of his heart, when a person believes all of his heart, that that's shlemus, that that's what it means, shlemus. You can only work hard for something if that's what you believe shlemus is. You can only be afraid of messing something up if, if, if you believe that that's what shlemus is. But if you don't believe that it's shlemus, then you're not so particular about it. So the husband and wife, they're married for 30, 40 years. So maybe at this point, they don't see that as being so much an Indian of shlemus in their lives and their love and all that. So okay, so he puts his feet up. She does this and he does that. And it's but if, if it's the shlemus of your life, you're so particular of every tiny detail. Because you're afraid the chalila, nothing, nothing should be off. The dveka should be, the glue should be from top to bottom. Everything should be glued together. Think how, uh, think about, some of you probably put on makeup, please, you know, think about how much time a woman spends with her life, and it's not, nothing wrong with it. How much time does an average woman spend with, the, with, the, with, the, uh, with all of the things, with the crayons and the coloring and all that? How, how much time does a woman spend her life? Hundreds, if not thousands of hours of coloring her face. It's, it's, it's a pedal, no? You think that uh, there's so much time is spent on these things. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong, but but why why would a, why would a woman be willing to do such a thing? And sometimes maybe some of you had such an experience that you had to run to go to lechaim and you go to lechaim. How long did you be to lechaim? Three minutes, right? You plan to run in to say mazel tov, mazel tov, and then to leave, and you had to spend an hour hachanas. And I was probably even not even. You have to make all of the different hachanas with the blow dryer and with the, with, the, with the all the different things and the mascara and the eyeliner and the blush. Uh, you know, I have a lot of made look Hashem, I know this. All of these things, and all of the different things, and which type, and what kind, and you bought, and what this, and then, not only when you put it on, but when you went to the store, all the dresses and hakiras of what to get, and how much to use, and what this, and how to cover up, and the masks, and to uncover, and to cover, and to uncover, and to wash, and to put in, and the hair, and how much. And then with the shaitl, with the shaitl, all the, all the, with the going with the shaitl machet, the shaitl machet, this whole deep, mysterious relationship with shaitl machet. All of that is what? Is for three minutes to go into say, Mazel Tov! That's it. What is it? All the achanas. Because it has to be just so. Because that's how much a person has certain self-respect and wants to be uh, admired or whatever it is or to look nice there's nothing wrong with it that's Hashem's work made women like that that there's such a rotsam it's okay but it has to be tachs ha-shaymas tachs ha-shaymas but, but imagine that you did all of the hachanas all of the hachanas except you didn't take off the mask right you have that, that thing on your face that thing everything else is good the shaitl everything is nice whatever 100% the clothing almost 100% so you come to the party, you come here and, and your friend says to you, Spencer, it's Meshigah? He says, what's the matter? You came with your mask on your face. She says, but why are you looking at that? Look at my dress. Look at my dress. Look at my shaitan. Look at, look at my jewelry. Everything is so beautiful. Why are you so mocked? Because I left the thing on. So she, what are, you, are you crazy? If you already went to the trouble to make such a beautiful dress and everything else so perfect, 100%, so then you didn't... It's betachas ashleimus. It shouldn't be betachas ashleimus. So a person understands what that means in physical things. Tachas ashleimus. And if something is wrong, that woman, if she, if she realizes that it was a, that it looks silly, she'll be humiliated and embarrassed. So when we say in davening shleim nevoish and benching like we shouldn't ever be embarrassed before you or by Shalom, what does it mean? It all depends. What's the tachas? 
Are you afraid of being embarrassed in front of somebody who's just as goofy as you are? Are you afraid of being embarrassed by the by the Melach Malachim Lachim? And by Azad is now Bobby's by the Tzadikim and by Moshevin and by the Malachim Shichim. What is a person's tachlis in this world? This is finished as he said the sentence. Once a person knows what the tachlis is, he had tveikis by which is attached to Hashem. V'achakach and afterwards ladas shahachet soislus every sin contradicts the shleimus that I claim to want in my life. Every sin detracts from that shleimus. V'shoylus tveikis and 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 diminishes and takes away the tveikis of Hashem. L'achem he came. Once a person realizes and what the shleimus of life, what the tachlis of life is. Then you can want very, very badly to, to, to be dovak Hashem, to be attached to Hashem, to do everything you can from that. That's a fear of hurting the shlemas. The kasher writes a kain ha'adam ma'ayid as a yarei shemer v'tzani lo yismal. Then he's when a person really wants that, then he's afraid. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't do it as good as like. Maybe I did something I shouldn't have done. Maybe I damaged the shlemas, the dveikas. Kolzman she'ein rotsin chazak l'givasis bosh. But if you don't have a strong rotsin for kirvus Hashem to be close to Hashem. Then it's it's going to have to be that your yiras Hashem is not going to be so strong because you're not afraid of losing that. So that's what yiras Hashem is me is afraid of losing something that I want desperately that I want desperately to have. We'll, we'll, we'll continue next time. It's going to be hard. We'll have to finish. We'll probably go a little. We'll have to go a little bit extra next time. He he, he, uh, <coughs> he gives a marshal just to just to leave not in the middle. But he gives a marshal here about how. You're waiting for a bus to go to a chasna. You know, it's a soul, it's everything's a bus. So waiting by the bus stop to go to chasna, and you just missed the bus. How badly do you feel? It all depends whose chasna it was, right? If that was the closest and dearest friend or a mishpacha, and that's the last bus, like of the night that you can get in Yerushalayim or something, whatever, you can't get a bus over there, it would be tzibrach. But, it, but if, it's the, if, it's the, if the chasna is not from anybody that's particularly close, okay, that's what a chait is, depending on how badly do you want to be at that chasna. That's how badly you feel if you miss the bus to the chasna. It's the same thing. Okay, Mishem, we'll continue. We'll finish the safe, Mishem, June 13th.